Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is David Modell. He is the Chief Analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. He also has a YouTube channel called Looking at the Markets. Welcome to the Money Answer Show, David. Mr. Goodman, it is a, an honor and a pleasure to be here with you. And I just wanted to mention, if I may, that uh, I'm a big fan not only of you and of your podcast, but also uh, your brother, Roger Goodman, who, of course, uh, as most people probably know by now, is a member of the Washington House of Representatives. He's a big cannabis legislator, uh, has done tremendous, tremendous work in the area of cannabis policy reform. So I'm a big fan of, of both of you. Very good. Just give us a little bit of background of yourself and your history and how you led up to uh, doing the column and things that you do now for Portfolio Wealth Global. Absolutely. Yeah, so my name is David Modell, and uh, I am a researcher and analyst at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com, where we have a newsletter where we inform people about what's going on in the markets and how they can profit, we can profit, because uh, we don't believe in just handing over your money to somebody at a bank, uh, a fund manager, and just saying, okay, I'm going to trust my nest egg, my life savings, my uh, retirement account with somebody. Uh, That's not how we work. We are do-it-yourselfers. We believe you can do it yourself. Uh, I was approached by a number of newsletters and websites, uh, but this one is a top-rated one. They've made some amazing calls. Uh, they're, the reason that they have so many subscribers, the reason they, they have won awards is because they've had those multi-baggers, uh, those 100, 200, 3, 4, 500 percent gains. Uh, I'm not saying that every stock pick and commodity pick uh, that we make ends up that way, but many of them have. We're going to keep on bringing the winners, and um, I, I've chosen to uh, associate myself with Portfolio Wealth Global to spread the education. I'm a former elementary school teacher. I used to teach fifth graders, 10 and 11-year-olds. And, uh, you know, I didn't get rich doing that, believe it or not. Yes, that's understandable. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, th- that was great. I'm glad I did it. I did that for a number of years. I also taught the high school level and the college level as an English teacher. Don't worry, I won't be grading you on your grammar or spelling today, I promise. But, uh, yeah, now I'm able to educate people uh, through the newsletter and through our articles and research reports on education. They, I they weren't teaching that in schools. At all those levels that I taught school at, there was never any financial education, no real financial education. And that's such a shame. Uh, so I'm able to spread that, disseminate the information to people now through Portfolio Wealth Global so they can decide and make the moves for themselves. Very good. Well, one of the big things we want to talk about is the whole cannabis marijuana market. Um, and the uh, potential for investing in there. Let's kind of have a broader view. Uh, We've had many states now uh, legalizing it, both for medical and for recreational use. Mm -hmm. Kind of give us the state of where things are now and, and where they're going just as far as legalization. Sure. Well, one big thing that is underreported in the mainstream corporate media is the passage of the Farm Bill. Uh, This was huge. Uh, That was passed by Congress, went to Trump's desk, and he signed it. Uh, With all this other stuff going on, the China-U.S. trade deal rhetoric, the Fed interest rate outlook, market volatility, people have not been talking about the farm bill, but it's one of the biggest stories of the year. Um, When Look, when President Trump signed the farm bill, hemp 
was finally legalized on a federal level. And just to give everyone a little bit of the history of it, uh, hemp, which is part of the cannabis plant, but it is part of the plant that does not get people high, low levels of THC, high levels of CBD, cannabidiol. Uh, this was grown, hemp was grown and used for hundreds of years in America from the time of British colonization. Uh, but Congress, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, passed the Marijuana Tax Act in 1937, which effectively outlawed the possession of cannabis, including hemp. Yeah, they just threw out the whole thing, the cannabis, uh, the marijuana, the hemp, all of it. And in okay. 1970, that law was repealed but was replaced by the Controlled Substances Act, which is still in effect today. And that has classified cannabis as a Schedule I drug and is therefore kept hemp illegal on the federal level. And after 81 years, the 2018 Farm Bill represents the largest step forward toward undoing this scientifically baseless legacy of the Marijuana Tax Act uh, that had... Uh, kept hemp illegal for so many years, from 1937. Uh, the United States hemp prohibition has suppressed potential jobs for farmers, products for consumers, medicine for patients. Uh, now, the Farm Bill solves that problem by removing hemp from the Controlled Substances Act. So now the U.S. Department of Agriculture is going to be regulating hemp instead of the Drug Enforcement Agency. It's a better system. Uh, hemp is very useful as a commodity. It could be used to make a whole bunch of things, textiles, building materials, industrial products, food, paper, soap, cos uh, cosmetics, and I mentioned cannabidiol or CBD. And if people, if anybody doesn't know what that is, CBD has been uh, found to treat the symptoms of epilepsy, anxiety, schizophrenia, heart disease, even cancer in some cases. Um, and again, it doesn't get you high. Uh, it's a huge industry, CBD. It's been estimated that in the year 2020, CBD consumer sales will total around $1.15 billion. That's billion with a B. Uh, it's also great for the farming industry uh, as hemp grown for oil, CBD oil, can take in $8,000 per acre as opposed to only $600 for corn, for example, per so acre. So this won't need, it's going to be nationalized, uh, uh, made legal on a national basis, and yep. therefore you will not need individual states to uh, legalize hemp, which is now legal nationally. But that's separate right. from Marijuana, which still has to go on a state-by-state -state basis, is that what you're saying? That's correct, yeah. And technically speaking, uh, the THC, the marijuana, is still illegal federally. Uh, I don't know how much longer that's going to last. I'm not predicting too long, uh, considering all the states that have been added to the, you know, have been voted on in favor of, uh, of the legalization of THC products. But for right now, we've got the CBD fully legalized, again, not regulated by the DEA anymore. Now it's going to be the U.S. Department of Agriculture. It's going to be treated like any other commodity. So what, um, what are the investment implications of having hemp now be uh, made legal? Mm -hmm. what, uh, well, what are the companies going to be have not been able to do it are now going to be able to get into it and produce all these products in this, these different areas you mentioned? Uh, yeah, and I'm glad you asked that. There are companies that have been uh, making uh, inroads into this already, that they've already been doing it. I mean, we've been able to buy CBD products on online already, on Amazon, and in select stores and dispensaries already, uh, even though it was not 
legalized uh, on paper federally. They were just not necessarily enforcing it. Um, but yeah, and for investors, this is huge, the farm bill. Uh, right now, there's a company that I'm looking at. It's called C21 Investments, Inc. Uh, stock ticker in Canada is CXXI. It's extremely cheap, probably the most discounted cannabis company out there right now, I believe. And uh, it's run by the Warren Buffett of cannabis. <laughs> so uh, look, we've got a full report. If people want to read about it at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com forward slash cannabis top, cannabis top which people can download anytime. And because of the passage of the Farm Bill, the timing really has never been better to invest in high-quality cannabis companies. I think it's going to be great for the industry. It's great for farming. Uh, it's great for the United States and globally. I think it's a, a step forward for freedom, uh, not, not just money. But I believe this is a great time to get in. Are all the companies going to be Canadian-based? Because uh, Or can it be like a pure hemp company? not doing marijuana in the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, don't get the wrong idea. It's, it's a global phenomenon, but uh, it is huge in the United States. Uh, we're kind of following in the footsteps of Canada, which, as people uh, surely know by now, uh, Bill C-45, the Cannabis Act, in October legalized uh, you know, adult recreational use of uh, cannabis, hemp, marijuana, all of it, uh, in, in Canada uh, for everybody, but we're following that. I don't know how much longer it's going to be legalized federal, uh, you know, illegal federally. I don't think much longer, as I mentioned. Um, look, this was a huge year. 2018 was a banner year for the legalized cannabis industry in the United States. Uh, the midterm elections handed over a number of seats in the House of Representatives over to the Democrats uh, and the cannabis market generally has viewed that as a positive impetus for the industry because that party is favorably inclined, generally speaking, toward reforming federal cannabis laws. So they repeal the Substance Act uh, from 1971? Is that yeah, possible? Well, I, I mean, right now, it's, it's still a controlled substance. Uh, you know, cannabis, or specifically, yeah. yeah, the THC is a controlled substance. But many people who are now in Congress are in favor of repealing that, not only in their state, but if they're in the Senate or House of Representatives, they can make moves to try to help to repeal that federally. Um, and the cannabis movement received an additional boost of confidence when in 2000, uh, November 2018, three out of four states that were considering marijuana legalization voted in favor of it. Uh, North, North Dakota did not succeed this time, uh, but Michigan voted to legalize recreational cannabis, making it the 10th state to do so. Uh, Missouri and U Utah joined the total of now 33 states in approving medical cannabis. Uh, and these victories in these key U.S. states are further proof that this 81-year-old prohibition on cannabis, it's, gonna, it's not going to last much longer. It's going to be a memory pretty soon, yeah. uh, in my opinion. And the win in Michigan is especially huge. Uh, this is a particularly important market. Michigan's marijuana market is projected to grow from around $856 million in 2018 to $1.3 billion in 2022. That's not that far away. Uh, but like I said, it's a global phenomenon, uh, first in Canada with the Cannabis Act, Bill C-45, uh, and how much longer till federally in the United States? You know, I, I don't think too much longer. People ask me all the time how to play this. Uh, I mentioned one company, um, but see, if you want to think globally, you got to invest globally. 
Uh, one company for that particular play right now is uh, ICC, International Cannabis Corp. Uh, it's ticker symbol WRLD in Canada or KNHBF in the United States. It's a global cannabis company, has a distribution network in 16 countries. And these are huge untapped markets, Greece, Poland, Portugal. Uh, ICC was a first mover in those nations, uh, as as well as in you know Canada and other places where it's already established. Okay. Uh, people can learn. Yeah, people can learn more right. about that company if they go to portfoliowealthglobal.com forward slash world W-O-R-L-D. Uh, people need to know that it's not a localized market anymore. Never really yeah. was, but definitely yeah. not in this day and age. It's an international right. movement and it's growing at a huge pace. Uh, we're going to get into this in more detail after the break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is David Modell. He's the chief analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. You can find out more at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. We'll be back after this. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. We've all been there, struggling to keep up with credit card payments, searching for a simpler, safer way out of debt. Well, here it is. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a nonprofit service that has been helping people reduce or eliminate their credit card debt for over 20 years. Most of us have made late payments and even gone over our credit limits. Before we know it, our balances are out of control and we can barely afford to make the minimum payments. If this sounds familiar and you're ready to take control of your debts, call Cambridge right away at 1-800-897-2200 for a debt-free analysis. Cambridge will work with your creditors and may be able to reduce your interest rates and get you out of debt fast. In fact, Cambridge's typical debt management clients save almost $150 every month on their credit card payments, and they're debt-free in just 50 months. So there is a simpler, safer way out of debt, and it all starts with Cambridge Credit Counseling. Call 1-800-897-2200 for your free debt analysis. Cambridge Credit Counseling is a Massachusetts-based nonprofit agency providing services nationwide. For complete licensing information, visit them online at cambridge-credit.org. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is David Modell. He is the chief analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. You can find out more at his website, portfoliowealthglobal.com. Welcome back to the show, David. It's a pleasure to be here. 
So we were talking about stocks that are, are ways to play cannabis. Uh, the first one you talked about is uh, CXXI, uh, yep. which is C21 Investments. Right. The next one you talked about is ICC, International Cannabis Corp. Is that right? And That's correct. Uh, their uh, U.S. symbol is KMHBF. KMHBF, and uh, in Canada, it's WRLD. You were just starting to talk. Just talk a little bit more about what the, what makes them unique, ICC? Sure. Uh, International Cannabis Corp., uh, well, the name kind of says it all. It is international. It's a global phenomenon. Um, if you want exposure to emerging markets in cannabis, uh, you know, I, I mean, both of these are a great way to go. Neither one is localized just to Canada or just to the United States. But uh, ICC, International Cannabis Corp., uh, really gives you that fuller exposure with a distribution network in 16 different company uh, countries. Um, and some of them are in the process of legalizing just like the United States is. And the idea is to get in before the explosion, I don't like to be the last person of the party. You know, all, all the beer's gone, right? The pizza's stale, right? So it's yep. the same way in investments. You don't want to get in after everybody else. You got to get in before, before the explosion in sales and revenues happens. And so I, I see International Cannabis Corp. as one way to get in there with uh, plenty of potential upside. And then you have a third one that you like as well. Sure, yeah. Well, it, as far as cannabis goes, there's more than one way to play it. Uh, there is a third one that I like a lot. It's called Pure Global Cannabis, Pure Global Cannabis Inc. And it is a Canadian company because uh, that's where a lot of the action is now. And uh, in Canada, it's Pure, P-U-R-E. That's the ticker symbol. And uh, on the OTC markets in the U.S., it is P-R-C-N-F, P-R-C-N-F for Pure Global Cannabis. And this company is currently 94% cheaper than its peers, generally speaking, in, in the uh, industry. Uh, and they're about to receive their Canadian sales license, which has caused huge rallies in similar situations for other companies that we've uh, profiled at uh, Portfolio Wealth Global. And uh, if people want the full report on that, they can go to PortfolioWealthGlobal.com forward slash pure, P-U-R-E. Okay. And it's loaded, yeah, it's loaded with information on the pro cannabis movement uh, that's taking over North America in 2019, and these uh, particular ways to play it. So, what happened after uh, cannabis went legal, uh, fully nationally in Canada in October? The stocks mm -hmm. kind of ran up before that, and then they yeah. fell back to some extent. So, what has been the stock reaction to, you know, the more widely used uh, availability of cannabis? Sure. Yeah, it's it tends to be cyclical in nature. I, I'm sure we both recall back in 2016 when several states legalized, there was a run up until the election in November 2016. You know, all the referendums, the votes, and then it kind of fizzled out after that. And then there was another run up uh, in in 2018. And it, it's funny how people sometimes get in last people contact me and they say hey dave should i get in now and they only tend to do that after they've heard all their friends have gotten in and after they've read uh somewhere you know maybe they saw on a corporate media outlet how hot uh, pot stocks are now and that's not how it works as i mentioned before you got to get in earlier so there are these boom and bust cycles and if you can time it correctly 
you can really do great. But again, you got to get in with the right companies. Um, I don't necessarily believe in putting a lot of my capital into companies that are already expensive. Uh, and I'm sure you know which ones I'm talking about, the ones that already had their huge run up a few years ago and are now kind of bloated in terms of their price. Um, yep. Now, there have been some gonna... big investments by traditional both tobacco companies and liquor companies yeah. into some of the bigger names, uh, Telray, for example, yep. and, and Aurora and so on. Do you think those companies are, are overinflated at this point? Uh, I think that a lot has been priced in. I mean, you know, Tilray, for example, went from being basically a penny stock to uh, you know hundreds of dollars in price in such a short period of time. Now it's the second biggest market cap uh, cannabis stock uh, right after Canopy. Um, how do you go from being a no-name to being the second biggest in such a short period of time? Is that sustainable? Maybe it is. Do I want to take that kind of chance? Not necessarily. I'm not saying don't buy Tilray. I'm saying you can also get into other companies, other stocks that haven't had that explosion just yet. Um, but either, however you do get in, I would just say it's okay to start accumulating it now. Uh, it's time in the markets, not timing the markets. That's what I yeah. believe in. Uh, especially since, I mean, we didn't even mention that Jeff Sessions uh, is out now. I mean, that yes. was a huge hurdle. <laughs> right. Uh, Right. Yeah, yeah. Are there yeah. other indirect ways to play this? I mean, you're, you're talking about the retailers, the companies mm. that are offering this directly. Uh, I mean, GW Pharmaceutical comes to mind or others mm. that are not directly retailing. Are there other ways to play the cannabis trend that are kind of more indirect? Yeah, I mean, some people might have gone into Isidiol, uh, you know, for the vape, uh, you know, the the CBD and vaping play. But again, th that's already gone up quite a bit. And so th that's why with the newsletter and the reports, we tend to feature stocks that haven't already shot up, you know, 50%, 100%, 200%. We're looking for the next one. Uh, it's kind of like getting into Amazon now, uh, although it has had a pullback because all of tech and the market as a whole has had a pullback. But, uh, you know, would you rather have gotten into Amazon when it was a little uh, online book retailer that most people didn't know about? Or yeah. would you rather get into it now that it's a, a four-figure stock uh, or Priceline or Google, any of those $1,000 or higher stocks? You can get in now and hope for your 10% per year, uh, which is fine. It's fine to allocate some of your portfolio toward those plays. But uh, you look at the P.E. ratios. You look at uh, just, it, is it a bargain now? I don't necessarily view it that way. So are there other ways to play it? Yeah, but I'm only going to recommend something that really is undervalued, under the radar, and um, the next canopy, the next Tilray. Yeah. Now, there have been several key officials um, in all kinds of positions that have been replaced, anti-cannabis people replaced by pro-cannabis mm -hmm. yeah. politicians. What what are some of those changes and what are the implications of that for investors ultimately? Yeah, well, we mentioned Jeff Sessions, who I don't think is going to get a big goodbye party anytime soon. <laughs> right. um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's so amazing how this all happened in such a short period of time. The fourth quarter of 2018 was so huge. Uh, you know, the three new states being added to the list in the United States uh, of, of legalization. Jeff Sessions uh, resigning. Uh, 
and well, resigning, I put that in quote fingers. You can't see it, but <laughs> uh, yeah. being forced to resign pretty much. Um, and you have governors uh, coming in. And, uh, you know, and for example, in Illinois, J.B. Pritzker won the governor's race after making marijuana legalization a big centerpiece of his campaign. Uh, New Mexico, uh, Michelle Lujan Grissom. Uh, won the governor's race, and she w- she said that uh, legalizing marijuana will bring, this is a quote, hundreds of millions of dollars to New Mexico's economy. That's a pretty big vote of confidence there. Uh, in Wisconsin, the new governor, Tony Everts, Evers, uh, supporting decriminalizing marijuana and allowing medical cannabis. Uh, he wants to put out full, he wants to put a full marijuana legalization question before voters to decide. Uh, I think that's going to happen sooner rather than later. Um, others, I mean, the list just goes on and on. California, Gavin Newsom, uh, Jared Polis in Colorado, Janet Mills in Maine, uh, Michelle uh, Grisham in New Mexico, I mentioned already, uh, Steve. And you Sisolak. think most of these are going to win? You think most of these are going to win? Yeah. Well, no, these have already, these are in. These are already in. So, uh, I mean, uh, Steve, new new referendum you're talking about. They'll continue. I mean, North Dakota was the only one that did not win. You're saying, right, right, right. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, it, it's just a matter of time. Uh, Nevada, Steve Sisolak is now in in the governorship. So these are all uh, you know governors and states, newly elected ones, who are all pro cannabis. And so when you have a state that's uh, got a pro-cannabis governor. That's a, a huge move forward. It's all bullish for cannabis stocks from here. Uh, yeah. And, in, you know, of course, Canada, you've got Justin Trudeau, who has been, uh, you know, hugely uh, pro-cannabis f- for years. Uh, and so that's why I do tend to get into uh, companies that have a footprint in Canada, in Canada um, and are have operations based in Canada. But again, if you can go global, if you can get into stocks that also can grow with America's growth in the cannabis sector, uh, then it, I'd say it's a win-win. So uh, is it possible that over time we'll get uh, too much cannabis, that there'll be, there's no limit to supply and you're getting yeah. all these big farming operations? Ultimately, it's like a commodity to some extent and you can just get mm-hmm. too much supply. Is that a, a, a potential negative for these stocks? Uh, only if the demand goes down, which I don't see it doing. I mean, you, millennials, uh, I, I don't want to characterize all of millennials, but they are huge consumers of cannabis products. They did not grow up in the, uh, yeah, I, when, I, when I was growing up, it was uh, Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan. <laughs> it was just say no to everything, yeah. uh, you know, which which was fine back then, I guess. But, uh, you know, the millennials did not grow up with that. Uh, they grow up with um, just try it instead of just say no. And they are trying new things. They're more mindful. They're more health conscious. And they're also more open to uh, vaping. And uh, I mean, have you ever, uh, you know, driven by a, a nightclub and you see the hookahs, they call them, I think, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and they're willing to to try new things. And they're online shoppers. And you can get... A lot of these CBD products, a lot of these vaping products online. Uh, so they're growing with the industry. They're adapting, and the industry has to adapt to them. And that demand is out there. There are more millennials than any other generation. They recently uh, surpassed or overtook uh, baby boomers. Uh, didn't think that would happen as quickly as it did, but but it did. And so uh, as long as the demand is there, yeah, the supply is going to be there. Uh, I'm sure you saw the pictures of long, long lines outside of Canadian dispensaries in October. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you are seeing that sort of thing in select places 
in the United States, in more of the marijuana-friendly places where there are dispensaries open to the public. Um, and online, I mean, their, their website's getting shut down from all the traffic. So is there an oversupply? Will there be? I, I don't think so. I think as long as the demand is there, um, I, I think it'll be just fine. I'm not super concerned about that, as, at least as I see it right now. Very good. We're going to take another break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is David Modell. Uh, he is the chief analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. You can find out more about him and some specific reports about what we're talking about at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Do you or someone you love have a life insurance policy that's no longer needed or not affordable? Did you know that you can sell your policy for cash? Your reason for buying life insurance has probably changed. Thousands of Americans turn to life insurance settlements to help sell their policies. They act as your representative, getting the highest market offer for you. You've got nothing to lose by simply inquiring. If you're over 64 with $100,000 or more of life insurance, you may already qualify. Call 877-485-6681 to get your free non-binding appraisal or visit FundingLife.com. Life Insurance Settlements. Discover the true value of your life insurance. 877-485-6681. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Looking for an investment option? Consider Secured Real Estate Income Strategies. Secured Real Estate Income Strategies is a real estate-backed option offering investments with a monthly income objective. The goal of the strategy is to lend money to real estate developers. SREIS offers an 8% preferred return per annum, plus a share in any profits. While there is risk, including loss of capital, and you should carefully read the offering circular for full details, Secured Real Estate Income Strategies screens each real estate loan carefully. Call 888-444-2102 or visit securedrealestatefunds.com to learn more. 888-444-2102. Jordan Goodman is an advisor to and part owner in Secured Real Estate Income Strategies. This does not constitute an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any securities. Securities offered through North Capital Private Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is David Modell. He's the chief analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. You can find out more at his website, PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. Welcome back to the show, David. I'm glad to be here. So uh, one other thing you wanted to talk about was various professions that millennials can get into uh, in case uh, in the midst of their career that can't be automated away or taken away by robots or marginalized some way. What are some, mm -hmm. this is a big problem for an awful yeah. lot of people. What, what are some careers uh, that are, are, can't be outsourced, I guess you might say? 
Great question. It's a huge problem. People need to start preparing now to shift into careers that are less likely to get outsourced or automated. Uh, one area to focus on is tech-related jobs, which will be a fantastic source of relatively secure employment in 2019 and beyond. For example, the position of web developer has a 27% forecasted job growth by 2024. Uh, other good career tracks include IT security specialist, software developer, uh, database administrator. Uh, now, not everybody's uh, willing or able to, to do those kinds of jobs. So there are other ideas, though, like another career path is real estate. Uh, America's population just keeps on growing. Uh, we talked about the millennials, the baby boomers, uh, and the search for housing will be constant and the need for real estate brokers is going to be as strong as ever. Um, now, the most common job title in that field is real estate agent, okay, uh, but there also will be needs, uh, a need for real estate appraisers, uh, real estate developers. Um, over the next 20 years, this is going to grow. Uh, another high growth area is healthcare. Uh, especially senior care as the baby boomers uh, continue to retire. Uh, over one-fifth of the U.S. population will be in the 65 and over category by 2050. Uh, so the demand is going to be huge, and not just for doctors, also for physician assistants, nurse practitioners, occupational therapists. Uh, it's going to be stronger than ever in the coming years. Uh, but I expect the fastest job growth actually to be in, we're going to tie it around here, uh, legalized cannabis. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, lots of jobs there. Uh, the legalized cannabis industry is projected to reach $57 billion globally by 2027, and North America alone is going to be $47.3 billion of that. And the demand for a number of jobs, uh, dispensary managers, quality control, quality control inspectors, cultivation and extraction, extraction directors, uh, bud tenders, <laughs> great name, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I like that name, bud tenders, uh, marketers, sales representatives, uh, all these uh, will increase dramatically over the next 10 to 20 years. Um, right. Yeah, so, you know, my favorite resource on this is a website called Global Cannabis Wealth. Dot com and it's been covering the cannabis industry since the beginning. Uh, it's currently ranked as the number one free financial newsletter on the cannabis industry. Uh, and they just highlighted four stocks in 2018, only four, uh, because uh, you know these stocks, as, we, as we've discussed, a lot of them are at peak levels. Uh, and yet all of global cannabis wealth stock picks have doubled or more. And uh, they go around and survey CEOs and they compile data on high paying jobs like the ones I mentioned. So regardless of whatever market you choose to get into, make sure you're preparing yourself now. The big changes are coming soon. Very good. Right, let's go to some other topics here. So in general, your view on inflation, I mean, the official view is it's very low. It's below 2%. There's no problem with inflation. What do you think about the outlook for inflation going forward here? Yeah, I expect there to be hyperinflation. I'm not saying we're going to get to where Venezuela is at necessarily, um, but it's look, the dollar had what I call a dead cat bounce in 2018. The US dollar was, in fact, the best performing asset of all the major asset classes in 2018, but that's a very rare phenomenon. Um, because keep in mind, the dollar lost 10% of its value in 2017. So there's bound to be some retracement after a drop like that. 
and the U.S. dollar tends to lose its value over time, its purchasing power. And the Fed, I don't know about you, Jordan, but I don't see any signs of the Fed slowing down its money printing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, did, they're reducing you... their balance sheet from all the money that they printed at, during the financial crisis. But is that yeah. the, the source of inflation? Is central banks printing money? That's a big part of it. <laughs> they have the power to do that, and they keep on kicking the can down the road. Uh, no one ever wants to talk about tightening our belts and uh, retrenching. It's all about, yeah, no problem. We'll just keep on printing, and the, you know we're going to print the dollar into worthlessness. Hence the appeal of cryptocurrencies. Uh, hence the appeal of the stock market, because at least we can hopefully keep up with inflation. Uh, we have to be into something. If you're just rolling your uh, money into a mattress and thinking that's safe, it's not. You're losing 2 to 3% of purchasing power uh, per year, which I think is going to accelerate. Uh, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't. Uh, I mean, why would uh, countries like Russia, China, India, Turkey, why would they dump the dollar in such large quantities? Uh, why so would this, this leads you to saying that gold and silver are mm-hmm. good places to put money. What What is the, the case for gold and silver at current prices? Yeah, uh, there is a huge case for it. Uh, I love silver uh, right now. Silver, the, the gold to silver ratio is over 80 to 1, something that has only happened four times since the year of my birth, 1971. <laughs> um, but that was the year that uh, the... United States got off of the gold standard, um, unfortunately, in my opinion. Uh, so not all things that happened in 1971 were good. <laughs> but yep. uh, yeah, so with the gold to silver ratio uh, being over 80, uh, it usually tends to be around 50. And so there's bound to be some mean reversion. And uh, when we get to these extreme levels in the ratio, and for those who don't know, the gold to silver ratio is how many ounces of silver would it take to buy one ounce of gold? That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So when uh, gold becomes that much more expensive than silver, then something is out of whack. There's going to be some mean reversion. There always has been. And then silver has a tendency to go on a pretty big run after that. And then uh, silver miners and just the mining sector in general tends to outperform, outperform even more. Um, so do you, do you buy physical silver and gold coins, or do you think the miners are a better way to play it? Yeah, I, I actually do both. Uh, for a crisis hedge, I believe that precious metals, the physical, is a great way to go. It's also just a great store of value. Uh, you know, gold and silver have been used as money for over 6,000 years, so you're probably not going to go wrong. Um, but if you want a little bit more bang for your buck... Uh, and silver does give you a little bit more bang for your buck. It's uh, compared to gold. It's kind of like gold's more volatile little brother, as I like to call it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it does move a little little faster. But if if you don't mind uh, taking on maybe a little bit more risk, but also more reward, uh, then you can get into the miners. Uh, because if you just buy gold and silver, your gains might be uh, muted compared to what they could be. So what are um, some of your favorite gold and silver mining uh, stocks? Sure. Yeah, I'm glad you asked. Um, we actually have one that we've been profiling uh, lately. Um, well, I'll tell you at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com, we do put out the newsletter. And uh, if you follow that, uh, we're going to keep providing updates so you can position yourself accordingly. Um, on January 2nd, we profiled a company called First Mining Gold. And in the first three days of that year, First Mining Gold stock went up 65%. 
Uh, it's the best performing stock in the world for 2019 so far. Uh, and uh, the reason being that gold is up substantially, and we think gold stocks will do very well. Uh, so that's the gold aspect of it. And First Mining Gold is chaired by Keith Newmeyer, uh, who is known as Mr. Silver. Uh, so he knows a thing or two about silver. He founded First Majestic Silver, which is pretty world famous, the purest silver miner in Mexico. Uh, but he's not just a business builder. Keith Newmeyer is an investor as well. And uh, he's invested in a small cap silver company called Silver One Resources, Silver One Resources. Uh, and uh, in Canada, uh, people want to check that out. Uh, the ticker symbol is SVE, SVE. And on the OTC markets in the United States, it is SLVRF, SLVRF. And, and what uh, is the symbol is, for first mining gold, by the way? Uh, that is FF in Canada. Uh, but uh, and, and that's a huge one as well. Um, and that one, you know, again, I don't know if I want to recommend that right now since it just went up 65 <laughs> yeah. percent. Uh, but no, great company, though. Um, but Silver One Resources is, is down over 80 percent, top to bottom. Uh, wow. And down, yeah. So it's undervalued. As I mentioned before, I don't necessarily like to uh, recommend a stock right now that is up a lot. Uh, I want to get in before that happens. Don't want to be so late like to the party. Smaller companies instead of the big ones like a Wheaton or Gold Corp. Yeah. You, you you think there's more uh, potential gains in these smaller uh, silver and gold companies? Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, the analogy was, you know, getting into Amazon when it when it was just a little bookseller. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that's the I'm not saying put 100 percent of your portfolio into any one particular stock uh, because it is speculative whenever you invest. But uh, with a company that's uh, down 80 percent for what I believe is is no good reason uh, it, and 50 percent down in 2018, uh, it can really rebound as well. I, you know, uh, it, it could really take it, it could move up as fast as it moved down, in my opinion. Uh, we, it, look, if people want the full report on that, it's at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com forward slash silver, forward slash silver, easy to remember. Yeah. Uh, it's our, yeah, it's our number one silver company right now. And uh, we believe it could move a lot like First Mining Gold did, you know, up 65% in three days. So and where, where do you see silver going and gold going, just roughly in the next year or so? Oh my goodness! Uh, you've got gold ready to break through thirteen hundred, silver ready to break through uh, fifteen and sixteen. Um, you know the the cost of production of silver right now. The baseline cost of production is sixteen, uh, and they're not going to keep selling something uh, at a loss. <laughs> so, and people talk about silver manipulation, keeping it. You know the the comics futures paper traders keeping keeping it down. But uh, these companies need to be profitable, and uh, uh, we're not going to have every silver miner shut down. <laughs> so what's more likely to happen than the price coming down is more likely the price is going to come up to meet that baseline cost of production. And so it's just got to go up the way I see it. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, the problem is that most stocks that you buy in the silver space are not pure play, though. That's a thing. Uh, usually, they're just byproducts. It, it's usually a situation where they're not even primarily silver miners. Even if they have the word silver in the name of the company, they're really just copper, lead, zinc, nickel miners, and they, they just happen to have some silver as well Very uh, good. with some we silver production. And so that's why I recommend Silver One Resources, which is a pure silver play. I mean, you're getting a silver company. Uh, and again, if Mr. Silver Keith Newmeyer is in it, if he's confident, that gives me a pretty big uh, vote of confidence as well on that one. Very good. All right. We have to take another break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. 
My guest this hour is David Modell, Chief Analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global, their website, PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Attention heroes, current and former firefighters, law enforcement, military, medical, or educational professionals. Heroes can receive rewards averaging over $2,500 when they buy, sell, or refinance a home. Heroes come first. Along with the Homes for Heroes is the nation's largest hero reward program. Their mission is to provide extraordinary savings to heroes who provide extraordinary services to our nation and its communities every day. Learn how you you can purchase a home for no down payment, no closing costs, and get money back at closing. Find out how you can own for less than you may pay for rent. Get your hero rewards at heroescomefirst.com. That's heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S, comefirst.com, 888-437-6114. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. Are you a homeowner tired of making monthly mortgage payments with little progress towards paying down your principal? Does paying off your home in five to seven years without making larger or more frequent payments sound appealing? Paying off your home in full in five to seven years is really possible thanks to Truth and Equity's Mortgage Equity Optimization System, a money management approach that puts your money to work for you 24-7. If you own a home with some equity, have a decent credit score and verifiable income, you owe it to yourself to learn more about Truth and Equity's program. There's no need to replace your mortgage or refinance in many cases. The system works for new home purchases as well as current mortgages. Your home is your largest investment. Own it outright in five to seven years. Call Truth and Equity, 888-262-5540 or visit truthandequity.com, 888-262-5540. Jordan Goodman is an affiliate. He recognizes quality solutions, forming relationships to help improve the lives of his listeners. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour, David Modell, Chief Analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. You can find out more at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. Welcome back to the show, David. Glad to be here. So we've talked about cannabis, we've talked about gold and silver. Let's talk about Bitcoin and blockchain. So there was a huge rise and then a huge fall last year. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the outlook for Bitcoin, both as something that's going to be used and also as an investment? Yeah, if you believe in blockchain technology, if you believe it's transformative, which I do, then you can keep on believing in cryptocurrencies. Uh, personally, I have a tendency to go for what I call the mothership. Uh, of cryptocurrencies, which of course is Bitcoin. Uh, what I'll do is oftentimes I'll, I'll tell people who ask me about what cryptos to get into, I say, okay, go to CoinMarketCap or WorldCoin Index, one of those, and uh, where they list, you've seen those, where they list the top 100 uh, cryptos yeah. by, by market cap. And uh, those are pretty good resources uh, because I, I recommend people don't go below the top 10 and better yet, the top five. 
uh, because you are getting speculative. And the further down you go on the list, the more speculative you're getting. Uh, you know, I remember. What will make Bitcoin go up? It's it's gone down, whatever, 70, 80 mm-hmm. percent. What, yeah. what would be the catalyst to make it go up sharply again? Uh, a big catalyst will be uh, the launch of the platform known as uh, Backed. I've yeah, heard some the New York people, Stock some, Exchange. Yeah. yeah, some people pronounce it Bakht, Backed. Uh, however you want it, you know, tomato, tomato, right? <laughs> uh, supposed to happen January 24th, 2019. ICE, uh, which is the Intercontinental Exchange, they own the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, so they're supposedly going to be launching Backed in late uh, this month. Uh, and this will use Microsoft's cloud to deliver what they call, this is Microsoft talking, a company that will enable consumers and institutions to buy, sell, store, and spend digital assets on a seamless global network. That's a little bit ambitious, but hey, you know, Microsoft backing it sounds pretty good. They've got not only Microsoft as a partner, talking about backed here, Starbucks is a partner, not bad. Uh, Boston Consulting Group, and some other key players. Uh, I think this is going to be possibly the key in the ignition to send the crypto prices moving up throughout the year. Uh, Bitcoin futures, uh, this is what we needed so that the institutional investors can get in in a big way. This is what they've been looking for. Um, It'll add some enhanced legitimacy, uh, trust, and proper price discovery for Bitcoin, which has been problematic all along, price discovery, discovery, finding some stability. Um, And with that, the SEC, by the way, will not have any more reasons or excuses to deny a Bitcoin ETF any longer. Uh Will that be the easiest way for people to, to do it, is to get through an ETF? I don't know if it'll be easier. I mean, it wasn't that difficult to go on Coinbase and sign up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, it'll give it uh, exposure and uh, again the legitimacy, the the trust, the price discovery. Uh, you know, before the SEC had the excuse that you know they denied the Winklevoss twins their application yes. for the Bitcoin ETF in July of 2018. But those roadblocks roadblocks should be cleared this year. The final piece of the puzzle will be there. Uh, but again, I always tell people to own things if you believe in it. I'm not telling people to buy anything or not buy it. But if you do want to get in, don't wait until it's in the corporate media headline news. Uh, yeah. By then, it's already had the run-up. You want to get in before uh, before the institutional investors get in for the ICE and the NASDAQ platforms, before the ETF comes out. If you believe, like I do, that these things are going to happen, then uh, start looking to accumulate now. And how about the blockchain? Are there some investments that would benefit from the blockchain technology? Yeah, I've always liked uh, Hive, H-I-V-E, uh, which which is a stock on the OTC markets, uh, Hive Blockchain Technologies. Um, and I'd, I've had the chance to, the opportunity to interview uh, Frank Holmes uh, from, you know, the, one, one of the people at uh, uh, Hive Blockchain Technology and an absolute blockchain expert uh, I can't speak to it as intelligently as he does, for sure. But uh, <laughs> uh, they have huge, huge infrastructure for mining uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, and others. Uh, so they're they're a pretty key player, I would say. Um, yeah. That's a Canadian company, by the way. Uh, but you can also get uh, Hive in the United States on the OTC markets. So, you know, check that out. It's not something I'm promoting right now. Uh, You know, I'd have to look at the price right now, but it's a great company. I think it's a good buy and hold, uh, again, if you believe in blockchain over the long term. Okay. On your website, you also have things about passive income strategies. Mm. We've got a limited amount of time, but just briefly tell us what are some of the 
passive income strategies that you recommend on your website? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, dividend investing. I mean, if you're not doing that, if you're not compounding, uh, leveraging the the power of compounding like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger have done so well, uh, then you know you're not really investing uh, properly. Okay, you, you got to reinvest those dividends. And don't just look for the biggest dividends, though, uh, because you don't want a, a company bribing you with, let's say, 10% dividends if it's a crummy company, okay? But if you look for that 2 3 4 5% annual dividends and then just keep reinvesting, reinvesting, uh, you can do pretty darn well with that. Uh, so that's one. Uh, another one, real estate rentals, uh, which I believe is more powerful than just flipping homes, uh, because you're getting that consistent cash, consistent cash. Uh, that's not for everybody. Uh, you know, you're going to get people who skip out on you. I don't know if you ever ever experienced that uh, <laughs> as a renter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Not fun. Not fun to have to battle that in court. Some some courts are friendlier than others toward renters. Uh, but if you're able to do that, you can you can really do okay with that over time. Uh, rental income versus stocks, pretty competitive, I would say. Um, private money lending. Uh, again, there's risk involved in all these, but you can do it so much easier nowadays. Private money lending through Lending Club, Prosper, Funding Circle, uh, you know these uh, these online plat- peer-to-peer lenders, as they say. Yes. Yeah, yeah, peer-to-peer lenders. They've made it so much easier for people to do it. But uh, and you, according to Lending Club, you can expect returns of between three and eight percent per year. I know that's a wide range, but that's what they say on the website. Uh, but you got to look for certain things uh, when you're lending money to anybody. Look for the five C's, credit, capital, collateral, capacity, and character. Yes, character yep. matters. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Uh, we yeah. have to and, uh, end the show, unfortunately. So we've got some really great okay. ideas. Uh, cool. My guest this hour uh, has been David Modell. Uh, he is the chief analyst at Portfolio Wealth Global. You can find out more about all of what we've been talking about at PortfolioWealthGlobal.com. We've talked about cannabis. We've talked about gold and silver, passive income, lots of great ideas at his website. Thanks so much for being a guest on The Money Answer Show, David. Thank you very much. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.